Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. And welcome to Miracle Internet Church. Amen. Blessings in the name of the Lord. We're so happy that you were able to join us, and we thank the Lord for his word to us tonight. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and Brother Bill is here, Brother Marshall is here, and we know that all of you uh, enjoy this fellowship, you enjoy the word of the Lord. And we want to encourage you to invite others to come up and to join us too. Uh, It's important to share with others the the blessing that God has given you. And I know some of you say, well, you've told your family members and you told a friend here or there. But ask the Lord to give you new people. They're sinners everywhere. There are people looking for answers everywhere. Amen? Ask the Lord to give you some fresh faces and some new voices and new ears. Amen? And to direct you to people that need to come up. Amen? There are people all over the world searching for answers. And many of their answers are right here. You found them, and they will too. And it doesn't have to be somebody you've known most of your life. It can be a total stranger, amen? But we want to encourage you to invite others to come up and join this fellowship. Come up and listen to the word of God. Come up and hear what God has to say, amen? Because it helps everyone, not just the person who hears it, It helps everyone when people can hear the word of God. It helps everyone when people can begin to understand what God wants them to know. Amen? Amen. So be generous in sharing the information about how to come up and listen to this ministry. Be generous. Now, we know there are some people who decide it's their job to decide what other people are going to think of the way we pray and how we do things. But you see, that's not your place. Amen? That's not your place to predetermine what somebody else is going to think, say, or feel. The Holy Spirit, the Godhead, all of the kingdom of God, is very well equipped. They've been dealing with sinners, backsliders, liars, perjurers, murderers, all kinds of people for a very, 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 very long time. God is very secure. He's not worried that somebody's going to think something terrible about him because they don't understand because of their own ignorance. They need to be exposed anyway. They need to be exposed. Amen? So ask the Lord to bring people across your path. 
And all you need to share is how they can come up and listen. I mean, be very pointed in your prayer. Lord, I want to share how to come up and listen to this ministry with somebody who really needs to hear it. And help me to have the right thing to say right on the tip of my tongue without stuttering and falling all over it. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, we're going to be looking forward to the praise reports that come as a result of you following this directive. Amen? Amen. There are people in your sphere of of influence or people you walk past on a regular basis that need to hear what's being said here. Amen? So allow the Lord to use you. Allow the Lord to use you. You don't have to give them a speech or a sermon or all of that. All you have to do is tell them how to get up here and listen and when to listen. Amen? And God will take care of the rest. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everyone. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian Protestant Internet Church. We are an international Internet Church. We're in over 100 countries outside of the United States. Amen? We broadcast live there. And so our congregation is made up of people from all over the globe. The Holy Spirit draws us together, together in the love of God. And Miracle Internet Church is a ministry founded on the love of God. So we want to encourage you to invite your friends, whomever the Lord may put across your path, to join us. Amen? God has plenty to say, and people really ought to listen. Amen? We do a lot of praying here. And if you're not accustomed to praying that much, then at the end, say amen. Praise the Lord. That works. Amen? You'll get used to us. We pray quite a bit. Why? Because we have faith in God. We have faith in his word. We trust him, and so we do what the Bible says to do. We pray without ceasing. Amen? Amen. And we get to see God move in some of the most miraculous ways. Praise the Lord. So dive right in with us. God will bless you, and he will help you to grow, to learn, and to understand. You'll find out here that we fight back against the devil. We don't lay down and let him roll all over us. We fight back against the devil. And so those of you who are not accustomed to hearing anybody pray in such a fashion, just know that God likes it. Amen? And it's in the Bible, and he says we can do it. And he teaches us how to do it. Amen? Praise the Lord. Glad you understand. Because we fight against the devil here. Amen. There are some churches that never mention him, but we're not one of those. So we welcome you and we invite you to join us in our chat room. We have a very holy chat room, and it's located on our webpage. 
Our webpage is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. That's miracleinternetchurch.com. When the page comes up, if you on a computer or some other tablet or device, when, when the page comes up, across the banner you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. That's the link. Click that link, and when the page changes, click where it says Guest. Then... Type in your name. That's right, your name. Not my name, not someone else's name, your name. Hit enter and then say hello to all the saints that are in the chat room. They will say hello to you. We're very friendly and receiving. And you can get all the scriptures because they'll be posted in the chat room that we're going to discuss as the service continues. Amen? Amen. Uh, If you like us, we encourage you to peruse our website and discover more about us. Amen? Amen. Now, for those of you who are on a cellular device, that means you're on a cell phone of some type, you can go to your browser and pull up MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, Across the top, you'll see a black bar with three white lines. Those lines are your link. Click it, and all the other links will open up right before you. You just follow the same instructions that were just given, and you'll do just fine. Now, if you're calling in uh, while we're on a live broadcast, you will need to use your phone so that you can listen to the broadcast through your phone. Phone number is area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Area code 319-527-6235. Three five and press one. If you're recasting a broadcast, which is what you do if you come up and we're not on the air live, you click Blog Talk Archive Sermons right up there at the top, right over MIC Radio Chat, and you can pull down any of the sermons we preached for the past twelve years. Amen. Just keep scrolling down. You'll get to a place on the first page where there's some numbers at the bottom, and they keep increasing. Well, that's how you get to all of our sermons. They are not anywhere else on the Internet. All of our sermons are only located in one place, right here, at MiracleInternetChurch.com. Some of you have found a few of our sermons someplace else, but that's not all of them. That's a few of them. Amen? Praise the Lord. So we want to encourage you to join us. Amen? Amen. It's more than that number, Brother Bill. We've exceeded that number. So, (laughs) excuse me. 
we just want to thank you for coming. Uh, This is a very unique ministry. There aren't many like this worldwide. Ah, okay, I missed that part. Thank you. There are uh, lots of ways to find out about God. But sometimes listening and participating is the best way. We use the King James Version of the Bible exclusively here. We are not using a, a, uh, a version of the Bible, as they call it, that's been altered, uh, where some of the scriptures have been removed, like the NIV, or they've reworded it, and it doesn't really have the flow of the Holy Spirit. It's not what he really said. It's been twisted. So we want to encourage you to use the King James Version of the Bible. Amen? It stood the test of time for centuries now. And I believe if you involve yourself in the King James Version, it will open up your understanding about God himself. Amen? I know there are people that say, oh, I can't understand that. Well, did you ask God to help you understand? Hmm, good question. Did you ask the Lord? See, it's not just words on a page. That's a living book. It's alive. Just like you're alive, the Bible is alive. God can hold a direct conversation with you through those scriptures, and he can tell you what he wants you to know. Amen? Amen. So, we encourage everybody to do what is best for their soul. We want everybody, once they leave this life, to go to heaven. And so we encourage people to do the things that will lead to that journey and that destination. Amen? We don't want to see anyone die and go to hell. But there'll be plenty of people that choose to do that. And we can't stop them from making that choice. But we are praying that you won't be one of them. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we're going to get started now. And we're going to go before the Lord our God in prayer. Amen. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for the word of God. We want to thank you for the peace of God. We want to thank you for the grace of God. And we want to thank you for the blood of Jesus. The Bible says that whatsoever things are true, And whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, and whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, and whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Lord, we've come to think as we listen to the word 
being preached on these good things, the good things of the kingdom of God, the blessings that you have afforded us, the mercies that are new to us every morning because you are faithful to the people of God. We want to thank you, Lord, that you are righteous in all your ways and holy in all your works. And you're close to the people that call upon you and that call upon you in truth. Amen. We want to thank you that you're teaching us how to trust in you with all of our heart and not to depend on our own thinking. We want to thank you, Father, for the armor of God. We want to thank you for the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit. Amen. We want to thank you for the breastplate of righteousness. We want to thank you for the preparation of the gospel of peace. We want to thank you for the shield of faith. We want to thank you for the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We obey you, Lord, and we we adorn and dress ourselves in your armor every day. We thank you that we are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, that we are the head and not the tail. We are above only and not beneath. And no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We thank you, Lord, that you are our shepherd and we won't want, and that you supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory. So we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We thank you, Lord, for ever-improving health. We thank you that you have provided divine health for us. Because by your stripes, Lord Jesus, we have been healed. We thank you not only for the armor of God and the word of God and your very presence in our midst now, because the Bible says that where two or three of us are gathered together in your name, there you are in our very midst. So we welcome you. We thank you. And we appreciate you. We appreciate who you are and who you have become to us. We have watched you, Lord, touch lives, not just touch in a general way, but touch to the point of complete transformation. We've seen you do miracles in this ministry that many people don't know exist. So we want to thank you for our brother's eyesight returning in Jesus' name. We want to thank you for that brother that we prayed for not long ago that was in intensive care and on his way out of this world. He had no intentions nor interest in being in the kingdom of God. But because the church interceded, he's now in heaven with you. We want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you. We want to thank you that you've taught us not to walk in fear, but rather to trust you and to trust in your word. We want to thank you, Lord, for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst, for your warring linking angels that surround us, for your praising angels all over us, and for your ministering spirits, Lord. We thank you, Father. We give you praise. We thank you, Lord, that you've taught us that we're supposed to grow up in Christ. We're not supposed to be 
childish. We're not supposed to keep the spirit of the child. When childhood is over, it is over for good. You want us to grow up. You want us to put down the self-life and immaturity and slothfulness and laziness and always wanting our way and being irresponsible and an inability to put away childish things. You want us to grow up in Christ. We're the children of the Most High God, but your children are adults on the earth too. So we thank you, Lord, that we don't have to fear rejection because we have received the spirit of adoption from you, whereby we cry out, Abba, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we don't have to uh, carry the burden of mismanaged parenthood by our own parents because when our mother and father forsake us, You, Lord, take us up yourself. So we thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, that we don't have to walk in deep-seated anger and bitterness. You've come to set the captive free, and we want to be free in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that we don't have to fear rejection from others because you have received us. We have been received by Almighty God himself. We won't fear what man can do unto us because we have you. We have your grace and your power alive and working in our lives. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, We bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, And we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones, and we bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, all reporters, watchers, peeps, whisperers, listeners, familiar demons, electronic, digital, technology demons, and all of their attacks, electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. How we thank you. How we thank you. How we thank you. We bind all Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all Kundalini spirits and their attacks. 
water and marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, and all of their attacks, sorcery devils, seducing seducing and womanizing spirits, whoredom spirits, drone spirits, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, and their attacks, all pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits, We bind these attacks from the devil in Jesus' holy name. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and components, all debilitating sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid. Pulsed microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy, microwave weapons. We bind you. Everything coming off the satellite, off the cell towers, through every electronic or technological device, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We give you praise, Lord, for teaching us about these things and making us strong in the Lord and in the power of your might. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, and all remote viewing. We bind all sonic and audio weapons, targeted radio frequencies, pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, and 5G and components, all EMF and EMP attacks in Jesus' name. We want to thank you and give you praise, Lord. We thank you and we, we, we give you praise. We bind the uh, works of all the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, Asian, Indonesian, Indonesian, Yarraka Islander, Rukosotara tribal groups, and the Redidia, indigenous persons, and all other groups, we bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic in the name of Jesus Christ. Ah, we bind all Morgellons attacks and we return the attacks to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption. Worldwide, we bind all free-flying devils, and we bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind the transference of evil spirits. 
We bind mammon and his agents and all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, undermine, confound, attack, despise, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool, the anger of the fool. In Jesus' name, we bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowback, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. We bind make-believe, fantasy, and la-la land. We bind the spirits and works of the oppressors and the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind false religions, numerology, horoscopes, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist, ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits, and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, bio-PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, and spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride and his entire kingdom and all of his agents in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all human, demonic human, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, unfaithfulness, betrayal, and temptations to sin. We bind the spirit of compromise in Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, all goddesses and gods, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, in Jesus' name. And we chain you with eternal chains unto darkness, in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, promptings, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, and rite in Jesus' name. And that includes those that come from affiliated organizations in Jesus' name. 
Hallelujah. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, and we return and loose all the retaliation of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the grips in Jesus' name. We bind all traditions rooted in sin. Amen. And we denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, witchcraft, and hexes, as well as their mind control, back on their own heads in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we love, serve, and obey. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are persecuted Christians and persecuted in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand will save us. We cut ourselves free in the name of Jesus Christ with the sword of the Spirit. From every spirit that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we command you to leave us now in Jesus' holy name. Father, we circumcise all thoughts from the evil one. They are not ours. We will not receive them. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you that you covered us in the blood of Jesus, and we cover our vehicles, the road we travel. And regardless of our form of transportation with the blood of Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over all entities of the road, and we forbid them to cross our path or to harm us in any way. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus, We take authority over demons of the night, bad dreams, nightmares, sex dreams, anyone or anything attempting to get into our dreams. We command them to stay away. And we thank you, Father, for your protection as we sleep in Jesus' name. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, or anything else sent to us, all hexes, return to the sender in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We cut ourselves free. From all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down and destroy walls of protection around 
shamans, globalists, nanobots, satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, diviners, and soothsayers in Jesus' name. We break the power of vexes, hexes, curses, love spells, charms, fetishes, all psychic thoughts and prayer, death, bewitchments, potions, jinxes, mind control, sorcery, magic, voodoo, destruction, torment, pain, sickness, all psychic power and psychic warfare, incense and candle burnings, incantations, ungodly blessings, hoodoo, crystal, root work, tribal rituals, and sins. In Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that you became a sin for us, you became cursed for us, and we return this from wherever it came in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit of spiritual blindness, every spirit of bondage, every spirit of hate, every spirit of fear, and we release over the saints of God faith, the faith of God that comes through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Everybody, praise the Lord. Amen. Everybody, praise the Lord. Amen. Everybody, praise the Lord. Our featured psalm comes uh, is Psalm 42. Our featured psalm is Psalm 42, and our verse for meditation comes from the New Testament in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14. That's Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14. Our featured e-book, which is listed in the chat room, is Blocking the Holy Spirit Bible Study. Blocking the Holy Spirit Bible study. We need to know about this thing. Our guest calling number is area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. That's area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Tonight the Lord wants to talk to us about guidance for true sons. Guidance for true sons. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, Lord, that as the people hear your word, Lord, that their minds are cleared from every distraction in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over distractions of every sort, order, rank, and type. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind fleshly and carnal attitudes. In the name of Jesus And we ask you Lord To help us to focus on what you're telling us tonight It's important It's important for our success in life It's important in our relationships with you And our relationships with you So Father we want to thank you tonight For your overriding presence As we come into your word In Jesus name we pray Amen Amen You know, saints, God is due more reverence than sometimes that that we render to him. You see, God deserves our undivided attention, if possible, whenever we come before the word. 
We shouldn't have things more important than what God is saying to us. And unfortunately, many of us allow distraction to interfere as the word is coming forth. So the Lord would like each of us to reconsider how that would make you feel. If you were talking to someone and you were trying to explain to them the importance of the subject matter that the conversation was about, and they constantly had distractions coming in and out, doing this thing and the other thing, you wouldn't think that that person was really very interested in what you're trying to tell them, no matter how much they needed to hear it, no matter how vital it was to their survival. Amen? So the Bible says that what we sow, we reap. Amen? If you sow scant scant, uh, interest in the word of God, you're not going to reap as much as somebody who's all in. If you allow any and every distraction to come by and do whatever it wants to do, and you make no effort to block it out and to listen intently, well, you're not going to get as much as someone who has done that. Amen? There are times when you don't have full control of your environment, but you can ask the Lord to put you like into a booth of the blood of Jesus so that you can really focus on what's going on and what God is saying to you no matter what's in your environment. Amen? Amen. So with that, let's go on and hear what God has to say to us. And he's talking about guidance for true sons of God. We're going to act. Acts chapter 10, beginning with verse 17. Acts chapter 10, beginning with verse 17. Now, we're talking about Simon Peter and a vision that he saw while he was out. excuse me, doing some evangelism. Beginning with verse 17, Acts chapter 10, beginning with verse 17. Now, while Peter doubted in himself what this vision which he had should seem, should mean, behold, the men which were sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate. And called and asked whether Simon, which was surnamed Peter, were lodged there. While Peter thought on the vision, you see, they were preparing lunch. And while Peter was out on the terrace contemplating what God was showing him in a vision, the people showed up. So, Peter thought on the vision, the Spirit said unto him. The Holy Spirit spoke to Peter. Now let me be quick to say 
that every voice you hear is not the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it's your own thoughts. Sometimes it's things you've picked up in the atmosphere. You know, you walk through the grocery store and they have all kinds of strange music playing, and you pick up those things. You can get rid of them, but they seem to follow you. Those spirits follow you. Or you can be listening to a ungodly spirit. If you hang around people that are uh, pretty bad sinners, those spirits will start to talk to you. Their demons will start to associate with you, to become familiar with you, and to talk with you. And you'll be thinking that you heard from God when you heard from a demon. So we teach you to test the spirits, to try the spirits, to see if they are indeed God speaking to you. We teach you 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. We teach you to bind, according to Matthew 18, 18, every single thought. To bind every thought in Jesus' name. And as you continue to do that faithfully, the foreign voices will get quieter and quieter, and the voice of the Lord to you will become more pronounced. When you're trying to hear from God, bind the demons first. Bind the devils that would attempt to interfere. Well, how do I do that? Father, in the name of Jesus, I bind the demon spirits that would attempt to talk to me. I close off their mouths with the blood of Jesus Christ, and I forbid them to interject thoughts into my mind in Jesus' name. The Bible says, Lord, that if I want to hear from you, you will communicate to me because you love me. And I thank you, and I wait to hear from you. Amen. It's that simple. Amen. Lord, I open my heart to you because I want to hear from you, Lord Jesus. It's simple. It's not some deep, uh, overly uh, profound religious prayer where you go on for two hours. No. It's short, simple, sweet, and to the point. Amen? Amen. So the Holy Spirit is talking to Peter about a vision that he saw that the Holy Spirit gave him. And then the Holy Spirit starts to tell him things about the vision. And he said to him, Behold, three men seek thee. Well, that was the truth. Arise, therefore, get up and get thee down, and go with them, doubting nothing. Don't be hesitant to go with them. I sent them to you. You go down there and go with them, and don't doubt, for I have sent them. So God the Holy Spirit is holding a direct conversation with Simon Peter. 
He's seen a vision. He's pondering on what the vision is about. And the Holy Spirit speaks directly to his heart. He gets the point. Three men, not five, not six, not twelve. Three men seek thee. Arise, therefore, get up, get thee down, go downstairs, and go with them. And don't doubt about about this assignment. It's me, for I have sent them. So, you see, the Holy Spirit can be very pointed in his instructions to us. But, you see, we have to have a heart and a mind to receive his instructions. And, unfortunately, many believers have not arrived at that place yet. Amen? Many believers have not arrived there just yet. One of the blessings coming a true son of God is divine guidance and insight. That's what that example of Simon Peter tells you. He has divine guidance and insight. In 1 John, I'm sorry, correction, the Gospel of John, chapter 1, the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 12. The Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 12. But as many as received him, received who? Received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. As many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. What does this mean? This means to people who have chosen through repentance of sin and abandoning their sin and asking Jesus Christ to be their God, their Lord, their Savior, their Redeemer, their Deliverer, their Healer, everything that God is to people, and asking him to come live in their heart and be their personal Savior, when people do that, Jesus Christ gives them power to become the sons of God, or else they could not be. You see, because they have believed on his name. They believed what Jesus' report is, what the Father's report is about Jesus Christ, that he is indeed the Son of God who came into the world to give his life a sacrifice for the sins of the world, that he is the one true and only Savior. Beside him, there is none other. And it's only through his name that people can be saved. Amen? Amen. This divine guidance and insight is the most precious gift from our Heavenly Father. It is essential for Christian living of God. Allow God to lead and to direct their life. It is essential for Christian living that the child of God allow God 
to lead them and to, to, to direct their life. This goes far beyond what is referred to as a big decision. You see, there are people who have this misinformed idea of how to have a relationship with God. They think you only call him when you have to go to the emergency room or when you have to have surgery or when uh, calamity comes into your life. That's the time they think you call God. Everything else that goes on in your life every day, they don't think that they need to consult him at all. They don't need to find out his mind about a matter. They don't need to surrender their self-will, their own will, so that they can discover and learn to walk in God's will for their life. Well, those persons are very much mistaken. They are in error. You see, allowing God to lead and to direct your life encompasses all the decisions to be made by a believer, all the decisions. In Proverbs chapter 3, beginning with verse 5, Proverbs chapter 3, beginning with verse 5, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Who's doing the directing? God is doing the directing. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Don't think you're such a suchy much. And you know this, and you know that, and you know the other. No, you don't. You just think you do. Fear the Lord, reverence the Lord, and depart from evil. What evil? The evil of leaning on your own opinion. The evil of leaning on your own logic. The evil of deciding that you know what's best and this is what you ought to do. That evil. Praise the Lord. All thy ways means every single decision. Amen? Believers must develop the habit of including the Holy Spirit in their decision-making process. See, a lot of people want to make their own decision, and then they want to come to the Lord and ask him to bless their decision. But he was not included in the process of formulating the decision. They want to come up with their own plan, and then if they think about it, they want to present their plan to God and ask him to bless their plan. Well, that's not how the system works. How it works is you're supposed to present your case before the Lord. God's supposed to give you his point of view. You're supposed to submit yourself to his point of view and execute what he says to do. That's how it works. Yes, sir. The Holy Spirit's saying I need to say that again. 
Most people, what they do is they come up with their own idea, and they put it just together the way they think it ought to go. And then they want to present it to God and ask him to bless what they thought they came up with. Well, that's not how the system works with God. How it works is this. Whatever your situation or plight is, you take it to the Lord. And the Lord responds through his word, or in this case, he spoke to Peter more than one way. He spoke through a vision, and he spoke through direct direct connection with Peter by the Holy Spirit. God will communicate to you in a manner that you can receive. Different people have different levels of faith. And so God will speak to you where you are. That's right. So God wants us to come to him and to allow him to provide the answers and solutions to the complex situations of everyday life and the simple need for answers. He doesn't need us to reinvent the wheel. He was there when man thought he invented it. Amen? But some of us are so accustomed to doing our thing, and this is how we do it, that no matter how many times pastor says this, we still start off in our own idea. We think so highly of our own opinion that we won't bring our opinions down and elevate what God has to say. We just hop on the boat that says, well, I'll just do this. Well, so where did you leave the Holy Spirit in that? Amen? When you hear yourself going that way, you need to put yourself in check. You need to say, no, self, that's not right. That's not Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. You need to rebuke yourself. You shouldn't wait for pastor to come up and say, well, you know, what were you thinking? Well, I thought blah, blah, blah. And then pastor said, was that Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7? No. Okay, well, that explains why you got the outcome you got, because you did not involve the Holy Spirit in your decision-making process. You just decide to often do what you felt like doing. Amen? Amen. That's the way that's the way it is. Amen. That's the way it is. That's how believers mess up. Believers must develop the habit, the habit of including the Holy Spirit in their daily decision making process. Fortunately, many of us grew up around folk who seem to make all of their decisions on their own. 
We watched other people do this growing up, and we figured out that was the way to do it. Rare were the times when God was consulted in prayer. This is an error in reasoning, even in churchgoers. This is an error in reasoning, even in churchgoers. You know, the Bible says, lean not unto thy own understanding. Don't depend on your own reasoning. Depend on God. You're human and very fallible and have a lot more ignorance than you realize. But God is not ignorant at all. He's not missing anything. Amen. It's so. So, the belief that you can handle life's challenges on your own and that you only need to consult God on important issues is a problem. It's a problem. The familiar hymn of the church says it all. I need thee every hour, most gracious Lord. No tender voice like thine can peace afford. I need thee. Oh, I need thee. Every hour, I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I come to thee. You see, as long as we walk in our own self-exalted pride, we know it all, we can figure it all out, and we know exactly what to do, and we don't have to involve God in our decisions He will let us mess up as much as we want. And I rather think that we've done quite enough of that already. The fast that we engage in in this ministry are sacred and consecrated times with the Lord when we come to him. They are private times when we close ourselves in with the Lord. When we take the time to center ourselves in the Lord's presence, it's easier to walk in the spirit and to forsake and abandon the works of self, the works of the flesh. But too many of us do not make the time to seek the Lord until we are centered in his presence. What a difference the presence of the Holy Spirit makes in our lives. What a difference the Holy Spirit makes in our lives. Romans chapter 8 verse 14. Romans chapter 8 verse 14. For as many as are led 
by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. He gave us power to become the sons of God. So he gave us power to be led by the Spirit of God. He gave us power and ability to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and to lead us into paths of righteousness, paths that are right for us. Amen? Amen. That's the truth. Praise the Lord. God desires to guide us through our journey here on earth and beyond. And beyond. We must have a true reverence, a true appreciation for God, trusting fully in him and timely obedience, and timely obedience. Christians are not to be primarily focused on things which govern our natural lives, but rather our spiritual relationship with our God. That is, if the Holy Spirit dwells in you. Our primary focus is not supposed to be, what are we going to eat? What are we going to wear? What is this? What is that? That takes up a lot of our thinking. But in the Gospels, the Lord Jesus said, that's not supposed to be our main focus. That's what the heathen run around thinking about all the time. He tells us that in the Word. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, he said, and all these things shall be added unto you. We don't have to go around solving every little teeny-weeny, itty-bitty thing if we ever get around to actually obeying the Scriptures. When we actually obey the Scriptures and do what they say, they line us up with the plan of God and we move forward with him. Amen? Praise the Lord. When we finally get out of the habit of doing what we've always done, and we change. You see, you have to decide to make a change. Your will is involved in changing. You have to determine that it's time for you to change. Amen. You have to decide that it's time for me to stop being solely focused on what goes on in my natural life. I actually have to give my primary focus to the Lord. So, they're not to be primarily focused on things which govern our natural lives, but rather our spiritual relationship with our God. Because you see, the time is going to come where this natural situation is going to stop suddenly. You're not going to get a memo. 
Your memo is in the word of God. You're going to be going along doing what you do every day, and the next thing you know will be off this planet. You won't have time to call anybody to tell them anything or send a text message. That'll be out. When the Holy Spirit takes us out of here, we're gone. And that's just the way it is. Since we're, but rather, our spiritual relationship with our God is supposed to be the primary thing. Why? Because that's what goes on into eternity. The shoes that you wore today are not going into eternity with you. But the relationship that you have with Jesus Christ is. That is, if the Holy Spirit dwells in you. If you do not have the Holy Spirit, you do not belong to Jesus Christ. Let me say that again. If you do not have the Holy Spirit, You do not belong to Jesus Christ. That's what the Bible says. Romans chapter 8, verse 9. Romans chapter 8, verse 9. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. If he doesn't dwell in you, you do not belong to Jesus Christ. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So that's the end of that excuse about, well, is so-and-so a believer? You know, you said... um. You're dating this person. They say they're a Christian. Well, are they? Well, they said they were not. You can check that out with the Holy Spirit while the words are coming out of their mouth. You don't have to rely on what they say. You can rely on the spirit of truth himself. Okay? Amen. In fact, you should have done that before you accepted the invitation for the date. Praise the Lord. Amen. First things come first. Amen. It's just the truth. If you are rightly connected to Jesus Christ, you are now dead to your old life and its sin. And the Holy Spirit now dominates your life as you live in righteousness. So you do not owe your old life anything at all. You don't owe the old life, the old way. You don't owe it a thing. The old life that you left has no more control over your present life, can't dictate what you ought to think, what you ought to believe, and what you ought to do. We must not continue to live the old life anymore. It's got to drop away. 
So if we put to death our old practices, our old attitudes, and our old beliefs of sin by the power which is released through the Holy Spirit, we shall live. Formation of the believer comes not by might, nor by power, but by the Holy Spirit within us. As true sons of God, we have not received a spirit of slavery, not to anyone nor anything, so that we should relapse into the old life. No. The old life can't pull you back. What happens is you decide to do things the way you used to do them. It's a decision that you make. Amen. Instead, we have received the Holy Spirit, the spirit of freedom and sonship to break free from every bondage. We have the spirit to break free from every bondage. Second Timothy chapter one verse seven. Second Timothy chapter one verse seven. Second Timothy chapter one verse seven. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We have a sound mind. So there's no reason for us to be double-minded, to be here one minute and then back over in the old thought pattern the next minute. We've been set free from that. We have to walk it out. We can't keep giving in to the old way of thinking and believing and behaving. We've got to shut that down and walk in the new way that the Holy Spirit is leading us into. Amen. As true sons of God, we don't have a spirit of slavery. We're not enslaved by the old life. God does not want us to be afraid of people nor of situations, but instead to become wise and strong in faith so that we can really love them in spite of their flawed lifestyles and multitude of sins. Your commitment to Jesus Christ brings you into more than eternal life in heaven later on. No, there's plenty of life in Jesus right here in the world where you are, right here on earth. Not in the great by and by, right here in the nasty here and now. Amen. 
Your life in Christ is honored and celebrated by God the Holy Spirit, who came to testify of Jesus and to glorify him. Have you fully committed your life to Jesus? Have you decided with your whole heart to follow him completely? There is no other answer to life than Jesus Christ. There is no other answer to life than Jesus Christ. He is the only answer. Jesus wants to rule every part of your life and to guide you in the decisions you are making. He does this through the precious Holy Spirit, who is our advisor, our comforter, our friend, our helper, and so much more. And so much more. He never leaves us nor abandons us. And so we should not abandon him either. Jesus explained in the Gospel of John that the world and ungodly, rebellious people would not recognize him. But those who chose to obey him, he would guide and direct their decisions. Those who chose to obey him. You see, your will is involved. You have to make a choice. Those who chose to obey him, he would guide and direct their decisions. We should sincerely ask him to guide our decisions. You know, sometimes we get a little convicted when the service is going on and we're being Uh, Reproved for some of our habits That don't please the Lord But then after we've heard the sermon Two or three days later When let's see The Holy Spirit says Well let's see if they really got the sermon And lo and behold We don't have it We let those words slip right past us We heard it at the moment We had this joyful expression of Oh I got it, I got it But two days later, when it's time to implement it, we don't have it. Saints, we have to do something about that. Amen. We need to do something about that. Praise the Lord. We should sincerely ask him to guide our decisions in every relationship even casual acquaintances, the heedless and the foolish go headlong into danger's path. Those that don't pay any attention, they just do whatever comes to them. The foolish even go headlong into danger's path. Saints, we are called to avoid 
unholy alliances. That, however, does not prevent us from witnessing to other people. Amos chapter 3, verse 3. Amos chapter 3, verse 3. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Well, you know, I've heard of children coming to church. They're in the young people's group. They associate with all the young people that are there. And lo and behold, one particular one or two or three or however many is, they're attracted to this particular person. Well, not exactly. The particular person happens to be the child of a witch, a wizard, or a warlock, and they scope the other kids to see who they think would be easy prey. They're sent into Christian churches to recruit new witches, new warlocks, and new wizards. Well, how do you know this, Pastor? I have personal experience with such. I know about it. There was one little girl, in fact, some um, some uh, message, Pastor Pat even talked about it. The little girl, her mother's a witch. She's the head of the coven. She sent her daughter into this Christian church, and Christian children aren't taught that they need to be on guard when they're in church about the kind of people that show up. They accept whoever's there. And that little girl was sent in to recruit Christian children into witchcraft. And so the little girl made friends with her. And she invited the little Christian girl over to her house. Well, you see, I happen to have known the mother of the little Christian girl. And that mother didn't seek the Lord on whether their child could visit or go over to that little girl's house. She just said, oh, so-and-so goes to the church, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you can go over to her house. And so... The little witch recruiter showed the little Christian girl that she could make furniture levitate. She could turn her hair different colors. And she could do this and she could do that and she could do the other. So you see, it doesn't matter what your age is or what age group you're in, You need to seek the Lord about people that you become acquainted with. Amen? 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship? hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light 
with darkness. What do you all have in common? Nothing. Amen? Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. They can't be your BFF. Amen? Many a Christian young girl with unsuspecting parents has allowed their daughter to date some young man that was in a covert. And sure enough, in her ignorance, naivety, and gullibility, she ends up in witchcraft. And the parents just cannot figure out how this happened. Well, it happens every day, Saint. It happens every day. First John chapter one verse seven. First John chapter one verse seven. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, who is he? Jesus. We have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. See, if we stay in the light, we won't have to venture off into darkness. But we have to choose to stay in the light. Second Corinthians chapter 6, beginning with verse 16. Second Corinthians chapter 6 beginning with verse 16. I knew of this lady who was a Christian lady, and on her job, she was friendly with this other lady. And this other lady was forever bringing her creams and lotions and, you know, little cologne sprays, and she would accept these gifts and blah, 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 until she started noticing that she was having problems in life which she could find no explanation. So she came to the ministry trying to find answers. And her answer was that the woman that's supplying her with all these cosmetic little goodies was a witch and was working powers on those cosmetic little goodies. And they were taking effect, they were having an effect in this Christian woman's everyday life. She would rub the cream on, and then the demons started to work. Because you see, the cream was the point of contact. The cologne was the point of contact. The soap was the point of contact. The jewelry was the point of contact. So the demon had full access now because it was willingly received by a Christian. Amen. It's a real world. It's a very real world. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 6, beginning with verse 16. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? 
For ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Separate yourself from that. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. He says, come out from among them and be ye separate. Some of us, that means relatives. It surely does. It means relatives. Amen. It's the truth. It may not be comfortable, but it's righteous. Amen. Praise the Lord. Psalm 101, verse 4. Psalm 101. Verse 4. Amen. God is very explicit and direct when telling you how to deal with this matter. Amen. He doesn't beat around the bush at all. So, Psalm 101, verse 4. A froward heart shall depart from me. Well, what does froward mean, Pastor? It means stubbornly willful and contrary. Froward means stubbornly willful and contrary. So a stubbornly willful and contrary heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. I will not know a wicked person. Psalm, excuse me, Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 5. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 5. It is not good to accept the person of the wicked. It is not good to accept the person of the wicked. You know, saints, we've pledged in this ministry to turn from our wicked ways, and this is one of them. Sir 5, 1 Corinthians Chapter 5, verse 13. Now, if in the course of this discussion, the Lord is bringing people to your mind, you need to jot their name down so you can come back a little later, once we've gone off the air, and talk to the Lord about that. It's not just something that's just happening. God's trying to get through to you. Amen? 
1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 13. But them that are without, that means outside the kingdom of God, God judges. God judges sinners. Therefore, put away from among yourselves that wicked person. Therefore, put away from among yourselves that wicked person. You see, if you continually associate with wicked persons, their wicked habits become attached to you. When you continually associate, you form what we call a soul tie. It's a bond between you and another entity, between you and another spirit, between you and another person. Amen? And God is saying that you're holy, you're consecrated. Don't be attached in a soul tie to wicked people. Because you don't have any rightful connection with them. Their spirits, their demons will transfer to you. Their devils, their demons, their sin life, their way of thinking, their way of acting, their way of speaking will transfer to you. Amen. You know... Some people don't think very well sometimes. Their minds are clouded. And so, you know, if you put your finger into an electric socket, you should expect to get electric shock. But what some people think is that they can go to an electric socket and say, I bind this electric socket in Jesus' name. You don't have any power over me and stick their finger into a live socket and think nothing's going to happen to them. Can we be serious, saints? Can we be serious? If you continue your association with wicked persons, their wickedness becomes your wickedness too. Amen. That's how it really works. You can bind just fine when you don't partake of other men's sins. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 82, verse 2. Psalm 82, verse 2. How long will you judge unjustly? We're called to walk In righteous judgment, Jesus has said, how long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Think about that. How long are you going to walk in this unjust judgment that you have in your mind and in your attitude and continually accept wicked persons in your life and wonder what's happening to your normal blessings? They were flowing just fine, but now you're associated with this, and you can't hear God as well. Well, saints, we are to strongly desire 
the guidance of the Holy Spirit on every important financial issue. That's right. Tithing to offering to alms to investment to bill paying to credit to inheritances to income taxes whatever it may be in the financial realm to borrowing and loaning some of us just haul off and just loan as freely as we don't bother to ask God at all if that's what he wants us to do, if we have his approval and blessing. No, been doing it that way because that's what we think we ought to do and we just do it. I remember once where Dr. Pat was just blessing this person, blessing this person, blessing this person, and God finally convicted her. And he said to her, why? Are you blessing someone that I'm not blessing? Think about it. We're supposed to be walking in agreement with God, not opposing him. Amen? Not opposing him, walking in agreement with him. So she had to correct that behavior, in case you were wondering. Saints, I cannot emphasize this enough. Many saints in ignorance have contributed to enterprises that offend the Godhead. Many saints have contributed to enterprises that offend the Godhead, only to discover later that these businesses are founded in witchcraft. Amen? You see, saints, money has a voice in the earth. Money has a voice in the earth. In Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 19. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 19. It says, but money answereth all things. Money answereth all things. It has a voice. It has a voice. When you are connected via finances, you have formed a soul tie. Because in the process of forming a covenant relationship, There is giving and taking involved. And there's usually a meal share. Amen. We'll go into that another day. Via finances, you have formed a soul tie. Yes, we must avoid unholy relationships in the marketplace as well. There um, there are people who have discovered this 
much to their surprise. Amen? Surprise. The Holy Spirit knows the very home in which you should invest. He knows the car that you should own. Everything that concerns your life concerns the Holy Spirit. Everything that concerns your life concerns the Holy Spirit. I once heard a pastor preach that God doesn't care about your stock. Well, through personal experience, I know that's not the truth. Well, I disagree based on the word of God. I disagree with that person based on the word of God. See, if you're going to disagree, find it in the word. Luke chapter 12, beginning with verse 6. The Gospel of Luke chapter 12, beginning with verse 6. Are not, Jesus was speaking, five sparrows sold for two farthings, and not one of them is forgotten before God. God doesn't forget about these birds. No matter what value man placed on them financially, but even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. If God took the time to number all of my hair, he cares about every single aspect of my life. Amen? Every single aspect. Luke chapter 12, beginning with verse 22. Luke chapter 12 beginning with verse 22. And he said unto his disciples, Jesus speaking, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, neither for the body, what ye shall put on. The life is more than meat, and the body is more than raiment or clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which neither have storehouse nor barn, and God feedeth them. How much more are ye better than the fowls? And which of you, with taking thought, can add to his statue one cubit? If ye then... Be not able to do that thing which is least. Why take ye thought for the rest? What are you worried about? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They toil not, they spin not, and yet I say unto you that Simon, excuse me, Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothe the grass, which is today in the field and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more 
Will he clothe you, O ye of little faith? Put socks on your feet. Praise the Lord. Philippians, chapter 4, verse 19. Philippians, chapter 4, verse 19. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He'll handle it. He'll take care of it if you trust if you believe him without doubting and without wavering. Amen. Saints, you should earnestly seek the Lord about your career or place of employment. Some people are content with just a job. They have no interest in developing the talents and gifts that God has placed within them. So they shun seeking God for a career path. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 12, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 12, it reads as follows. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. Wow. Hmm. Something to really pray about here. God says that he'll bless all the work of your hand. So seek his counsel and his guidance. Refuse to be ruled by logic. Logic may produce an answer of sorts, but it is by faith in our God which brings miracles. We must all accept and embrace the authority which the Holy Spirit has established in your life. Spiritual authority is not to be ignored nor discounted. Amen? Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17. Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourself. For they watch for your soul as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Amen? Yes, we watch for your soul. Praise the Lord. And I want to be happy about it, to tell you the truth. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15. I will give you, God says, pastors according to mine heart, 
which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Hmm. I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Amen. You may, yes, you may seek the Lord concerning any advice that you receive. Yes, legal advice. Yes, legal advice. Yes, financial advice. Yes, career and job choices. Yes, relationship advice. Yes, on health activities. Yes, on the daily news. Yes, on family advice. Yes, on social advice and self-help, for you have a helper who is God. You have a helper who is God himself. God, the Holy Spirit. Expect the Holy Spirit to honor and to reward your humility and your spirit of willingness, for our God is a rewarder. Our God is a rewarder. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, Verse 6, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Diligently seek him. Amen? The Holy Spirit always rewards obedience. Remember that, saints. No one can deceive the Holy Spirit because he is, cannot be manipulated nor intimidated. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither does he tempteth any man. Remember, saints, your bright idea will never outshine God's idea. Your bright idea will never outshine God's idea. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 9. Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 9. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts, God says. So, saints, the Holy Spirit will help us. He will lead us and guide us into the path of life. He will lead us and guide us into all truth. If we choose to allow him to. Amen? If we choose to humble ourselves and to allow him to. Amen? 
Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Brother Bill, you got some good news? Praise the Lord. I have plenty of testimonies. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's get started. N.K. says, praise God has blessed me with three great activities and a treatment to strengthen my body, but I was getting stressed and overwhelmed, not knowing when and how much to do each. I talked and prayed about it and put a prayer request in last night. Today at the pool, a Ukrainian grandma who hardly spoke English blurted out exactly what God wants me to do. She unknowingly gave me the fitness regime moments after she indicated that she's been in the U.S. for eight months but wants to return to Ukraine very badly. In reaction to her longing, I just started praying for her in the pool, and God's God's presence was evident. I thank God. Father God, he gave me the answer to my question through a woman like that because I honored him in public without thinking twice. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Yes, he'll always answer us if we just ask. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Casey has a praise report. Thank you, Father, for allowing me to end 31 school years victorious in Jesus' name. I thank you for bringing me to my retirement, and I thank you for the blessing to come in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, and congratulations, J.C., on your retirement. Praise you, Lord Jesus. So, now tired that job, the Lord has another one for you. <laughs> You're going to love it. T-Pace has praise report. Well, praise God, saints, after putting my prayer request in, just two hours ago, I found my keys in a safe location at home. Praise you, Lord Jesus. In cases, praise the Lord. You're moving on the Supreme Court, the U.S. Supreme Court case. West Virginia versus the EPA has been decided cutting back their environment, the EPA's authority to limit controls on climate change. Amen. Thank you for putting the Marxist climate extremist on notice. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. Praise you, Lord, because they started all this mess back in the 60s at Berkeley. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for that. ACS has a praise report. My blood pressure is normal now. I've been taking natural supplements to control my blood pressure, but I feel that the fast helped me tremendously. I was thinking on making this my regular diet. All praise goes to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Sister Nicole has a praise report. As pastors been teaching us to plead the blood of Jesus when things get difficult, I have learned and I am learning this great blessing over the fast on many occasions. There have been instances where usually I would get frustrated. Now the Lord has been reminding me to plead his blood, and it really works. I've always believed it worked for pastor, but just didn't know it could work for me. And glory be to 
God, it really does. I'm learning so much from God after obeying what God told me to do. I am not perfect by any means, but his grace is teaching me how not to sin and to stay close to him. Thanks be to God. Praise you, Lord Jesus. What a wonderful prayer request. It's wonderful to watch the saints growing. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for that. DCH has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for the opportunity to tell a correction officer that works at a prison about spiritual warfare and MIC. Thank you for all the items at the grocery store that were on sale. Thank you for the needed rain today and tomorrow in my area. And thank you for the most recent fast and all the fast through MIC. Amen. Praise you, Lord Jesus. What another wonderful praise report. These are all wonderful, Lord. Shakira has a praise report. I was supposed to sit for two exam masks, another bookkeeping and book keeping control. I didn't get much time for study or much sleep as I'm being tormented in my mind. I wasn't confident at all after sitting mass. I requested the other exam. It turns out that there was a malfunction on the website and they couldn't book me in, so I have an additional week or so to prepare properly. I also got the rest of the day to myself. Praise you, Jesus. Your mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Caroline has a praise report. I put in prayer requests and the operation was successful and she is at home resting. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Sharon says, thank you, Father, for the straight roof and not letting the wall fall in the process. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. That construction project went okay. That repair. Praise you for that. And Caroline has another pressure port. I got some more healing to my hands and my finger ailment. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Amori has a pressure port. After praying and seeking the Lord in the global prayer room and in my prayer in my prayer closet about a job that will assist me in school, I received a job offer a job offer from God for a local feed store two minutes driving distance away from my new school. I went and put in the application. At first, I wasn't sure because they had enough employees, but 10 minutes after leaving the shop, they gave me a start date and hired me on the I give you all the praise, oh, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Ariana has a praise report. I thank I want to thank the Lord for this year. It, it helped strengthen me and learn more about myself. This journey hasn't been easy, but it was worth it all. I thank the Lord for allowing me to see my 17th birthday. Thank you, Lord, so much for these 17 years on earth, Lord, and blessing me with a family in Christ who loves me. I also Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. That's just wonderful. The 
Pace family has a praise report. J.P. Scar is healing and almost non-existent on her face. Thank you for all your prayers. Also, I injured my arm at work, and it's at nearly full function. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, N.K. has a praise report here that I want all the all the <coughs> all the parents to listen to. For this praise report is huge, and a prayer that our testimony is a great blessing of insight and empowerment to you all saints. Whenever I'm in public and a child is manifesting with outburst of what the world would call ADHD or autism disorder, I pray silently. I can't remember a time when I had success making those pharmaceutical drugs and EMF witchcraft spirit shut up this has bothered me because i know that jesus in me is a ruler over those spirits all that all that to say yesterday a totally possessed boy and his passively enslaved father came to the pool where we were i spent five minutes trying to discern what weapons to use and how i had to leave however i asked kk to pray into it because i want more insight into such spiritual cases kk did KK did stand praying and said that the child started to manifest even more and at one point actually yelled out, I want Minecraft. Give me Minecraft. I am the creator of Minecraft. Praise God for revealing that the children are inhabited by the highest powers over each of these fantasy games they play. KK also discerned that the spirits in the children are hard to silence because the parents of the children those in the position of authority approve of the games. Thank you, Father, for teaching us to war. Hallelujah and amen. And parents, if any of you are allowing your children to play video games, you need to repent of that. And you need to get them to throw them out. You need to get rid of them. And we just give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord Jesus, for that praise report. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for amen. that praise. Amen. And when they throw them out, they need to destroy them. They need to destroy them. Well, how do you destroy them? Well, you get a hammer and you sock it to them. You get a hammer. There's probably one around your house somewhere. And when you hit that thing, you say the word of the Lord is a hammer. And the hammer of the word of the Lord is being applied to you in Jesus' name. And don't be surprised if you hear some demons screeching coming out of those video games. You see, parents have to become, and grandparents and aunties and godparents and everybody else, has to become more discerning. Stop being so caught up and busy at the checkout counter that when the little child sees the little Pokemon or whatever the little thing is, the little demonic monster that comes in the meal, that you just let them have it to keep them quiet. No. That's the spirit of compromise. The Bible tells you clearly in the Old Testament what an idol is. And when you willfully violate the word of God, you have an open, the devil has an open door to the kids. 
because the person that's supposed to be exercising godly authority in their life has failed at their post. Amen? So we highly suggest that you go talk to the Lord and ask him to help you, to help you. The Bible says you have an unction from the Lord and you know all things. That means the Holy One lives in you and he knows if what the kid is asking for is demonic, satanic, or what. And so for you to pretend that you don't have any resource to help you just isn't right. Amen? Amen. Amen. Yes. You can't close a blind eye. You can't pretend you don't know because God lives in you and he knows all things and you have access to the mind of Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Brother Bill. Saints, when I first got to this ministry, I had bought a video game before I got here, and I was trying to connect with my son when he come to stay with me. I bought a game called Command and Conquer. Little War Game was playing it on my home computer with my son, and within a week, I'm up all night long playing that junk with him. I was under so much mind control, and when I got here and I started going through deliverance, I had to go on a shut-in. Dr. Pat was fast for me. That was the most horrific warfare I had in my whole life. I had to fight through that. I mean, I had the worst fight in my whole life getting over that. But I had a saint fasting and praying for me, and I came through it. If you don't want to go through that, I've overcome drinking, drugs, smoking, everything. But that was the worst of all. You don't want to play with that devil. It is just full-blown mind control. You will not believe how deeply rooted the devil's in there. I mean, I had to cut off from everything. I couldn't do anything. All I could do was just fight, fight, fight for a whole doggone week. Is it really worth all that to watch your children go through that? You will lose them. The devil will steal them. You won't ever get them back if you don't get a hold of this now. That is the warning I have from you. For you and praise you Lord that you helped me get through it praise you Lord that you brought me to a ministry that could help me overcome that now we have more praise I need to make a comment here I need to make a comment Saint we have a book on virtual reality we have a book Very few of you have read it, but we have one. You see, once the devil gains access to the mind, if he's not resisted and stopped, he can take over your entire mind because you open the door, you open the portal to him by willfully engaging in a form of witchcraft. It's a form of the occult. And you allow that into your mind. Okay, so you let it in. Well, guess what? 
The devil comes in to steal, kill, and destroy. He's going to take over your whole mind. That's what his aim is. His aim isn't just to come in and say hi. No. His aim is to take over your entire mind. So you don't have the ability to operate in your will concerning your own mind because he now runs it. You gave him the power and authority to do it. In extreme cases, it gets to the point that the person becomes bound by the devil. The real person is bound up, down in their belly by the demon. And the unclean spirits are operating in the person's life. What does that mean? They become that person's personality. So the real person is bound and cannot express himself. The demons take over the personality. It's too serious to play with. You can lose your life doing this. You can kill somebody else doing this. You cannot turn your mind over to the devil. It's extremely dangerous to you and to everyone else. Amen? And what's so terrible is to watch unsuspecting parents agree with their children to do things that are not seemly. Amen? Amen. And you want to know why you can't get them turned on to Jesus Christ? Maybe that has something to do with it. You need to seek the Lord on that. Amen? Amen. Go ahead, Brother Bill. Okay. Well, praise the Lord. We have other praise reports. OP has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for today. I'm so happy for my new job. Praise you, Lord, for that blessing. NK has another praise report. I just want to thank God for keeping us safe and giving us fruitful trips when we explore neighborhoods, looking for the area he's prepared for us to buy a new home in. Thank you. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, praise you. Ariana has another praise report. Earlier this week, I started putting in a bunch of applications for different jobs. Out of all the ones that I put in, the Lord allowed me to be interviewed for the one I desired the most. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, for being interviewed. Praise you, Lord, for the opportunity of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. M. Trim has a praise report. I stopped at KFC on my way home from my mom's house and ordered a chicken pot pie like those two. As I approached the window to pay, the cashier gave me a pot pie and said, have a good day. Oh, I smiled and said, thank you, Lord. Even though it seems small, I am grateful for the little things. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. We just give you praise. And Amori has a praise report. 
Thank you, Father, for a good first day at work. I give you all the praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Praise you, Lord, and beloved has a praise report. Glory to God the Most High. I passed another test at school today, and now I'm on the final test because I can graduate. I struggled in this area, but I trust the Lord will bless him. I will bless he will bless me to overcome with victory in Jesus' name, yes. And whenever you have problems on your test, just take a deep breath and ask the Lord for the answer, and he'll help you. And we just give you all the praise and all the glory for these wonderful praise reports, and we just praise you, Lord Jesus. We give you all the praise and all the glory. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Wow, what praise reports. Amen. We want to thank the Lord for every one of them. Amen. We want to thank the Lord for every one of them. We're going to go to our guest call-in. And when I call out your area code, please promptly respond so that I'll know that you are there. Amen. Amen. So we're going to area code 443. Area code 443, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello, good evening, Pastor Sabrina. Praise the Lord. How are you? I'm fine, and you? I'm blessed, thank you. Um, I'm calling for a couple things. Um, One, I'm calling for prayer um, against what I believe is... um, some uh, warfare through witchcraft that I'm experiencing. Um, I'm experiencing a lot of um, needle pricks to the skin um, at all times of the day. So um, I pull them out and I return them to sender, but, you know, they continue. So I'm I'm calling for prayer about that. And also... um, I'm calling to request prayer for uh, victory in finishing off school. I was the one who who left that praise report. Um, I am I'm finishing up with school, and I have um, I have a big big test coming up, and I'm calling for prayer for that. Um, so yeah, those are the oh one one other thing. Um, there's a, a a witch at the school that I attend, um, actually a self-proclaimed witch. She, like, uh, publicly um, makes comments about witchcraft. But she says it in a way where other people either ignore, ignore it um, or they think it's funny and they laugh. Um, and she tends to do it a lot when I'm around. Um, so she makes comments um, about performing voodoo. She does that a lot. And, um, and I believe she, she um, some, um, or sent some witchcraft attacks uh, to me while, while I'm in school. But I return those back to her as well. So um, calling about those three things. 
All right. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, the Bible says, suffer not a witch to live, and we are in agreement with your holy word. The Bible says there's a judgment that God judges those who are without the kingdom. We are in agreement with your holy word. We forgive this individual for their sin against the righteous one in Jesus' name. And we pray, Father, that if it's possible for this person to be saved, that they would be saved. But there are those who will not be, and we know that. So, Father, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over the voodoo doll. Cough those spirits out. Every pin, every print, all that blood, come on out, bound in Jesus' name. All the poison that went in with the voodoo pin, you're bound in Jesus' name. Come up and out of her. Come out of her right there in the name of Jesus Christ. All those pricks, all those voodoo pricks, come on out in the name of Jesus. And go back where you came from in the name of Jesus Christ, wherever you came from. Go back now. Go back now in the name of Jesus Christ. We send you back. Come out right now in the name of Jesus. There's no place for you to lie. We evict you now in Jesus' name. We evict you now. And all the rest of you that are getting them, it's time for you to cough too. Come out in the name of Jesus. We curse those voodoo pricks. And the poison and the attack in Jesus' holy name. See, you can't just sit there and say it one or two times. You've got to continue. Until there's the breakthrough. I sat in a church service once, and there was a Buddhist there, and his bright idea was to attack me during the sermon. And so I spent the entire church service returning his attacks. And when the church service was over, I stood up. And he was hung over in the chair. He could barely move. When I stood up, he couldn't. So you don't just say it one or two times and think you did something. No, you keep pressing the battle till you get the breakthrough. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, when this woman comes around our sister, the anointing uncovers the evil. We thank you for the exposure, and we bind that spirit. We bind the accompanying spirit, and we bind that wicked mind in Jesus' name. The Bible says that they are to fear us. (laughs) I said it, Runda de Brecca de Dio Sala de Diasa, Rugata, 
We raise the shield of faith to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked in Jesus' name. We lift our sister to you and her testing. We bind any interference in the computers if one is being used. In the instructions, in the guidance, in the execution of the testing itself. We ask you, Lord, to release your favor upon our sister and to help her to overcome and to pass the test with ease. In Jesus' holy name. We take authority, dominion, and power over every connection to witchcraft in her life. With the sword of the Spirit, we cut her free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, garland. Change better net and yoke in Jesus' name. We break all the bondages in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't hear you coughing. We need we break all the bondages in Jesus' holy name. All of the bondages. We uproot you now. We break every yoke, every fetter, and every chain in Jesus' name. Come out of her now. Come out of her now in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of her now in Jesus' holy name. Come on out. Holy fire. Holy fire to burn out everything that is not of Jesus Christ. The fire of God to consume in Jesus' name. Come on out. that we find every spirit of fear when that person approaches. We thank you, Lord, for the victory and the overcoming in Jesus' name. We thank you for the victory and for the overcoming, Father, in the name of Jesus. Now take a deep breath and let the Holy Spirit fill all those empty places. Release your prayer language in Jesus' name. Halakstana voko foromona kein nakastana ketapa horokotasta mokale dakostona boka tenka shalaba kadokoshola boka tashala kamorokosting alakatashana mokala hadokostama kahashta akostama amen praise the lord area code 626 you're on the air live in Jesus name area code 626 Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. I am calling because I need uh, prayer. Um, I need deliverance. I feel there's something stuck, uh, keeping me stuck. There's powers of, of witchcraft. There's a lot of rage. I feel something. I felt the, the Holy Spirit tell me that this wickedness remotely controlling me to keep me stuck and, and not uh, do the work that the Lord Jesus Christ wants me to do. He gave me a, a ministry of prayer and healing. 
and I just feel stuck no matter what I do, and I, it just needs to be broken off, I declare right now, especially with my finances uh, severely attacked most of my life, but especially since 2016, um, it's been dry. My finances have been dried, and um, I do know that there's been family witchcraft against uh, me and between my mother and I especially, so she and I would come against each other. Um, I just need prayer and, and that the Lord Jesus Christ will take me to where he needs me to go. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, with the sword of the Spirit, we cut this man free from his mother. We cut him free. And we cauterize the end in Jesus' name. All of the Jezebelic spirits that have attacked him, all the witchcraft spirits that have attacked him, and his finances, we bind in Jesus' name with the man to come up and out. Come up and out of it right now in the name of Jesus. Come out. All the attacks from his mom. Be bound, go into the judgment. Come out. Conception forward. Come out in Jesus' name. Cough it out. Deep breath come from your gut. From conception forward. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Come on out. Come on out. Do you know who your daddy is? Yes. Were he and your mother married when you were conceived? Yes, and uh, yes, but he he was not faithful to her, and he had he was previously, I believe, mar- he did marry to somebody else first, um, and there was a lot of uh, domestic violence and abuse between against my mother from my dad. Okay, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, say I forgive my my father. Lord Jesus, in your name, I forgive my father. For his sins against my mother, myself, and our family. For his sins against my mother, myself, and my family. And the Bible says. And the Bible says. When my mother and father forsake me. When my mother and father forsake me. The Lord himself will take me up. The Lord himself will take me up. Lord, take me up. Lord, take me up. I depend on you, Heavenly Father. I depend on you, Heavenly Father. For what a natural parent would have provided. For what a natural parent would have provided. Maternal love that I need. For the maternal love that I need. From the Paternal guidance that I should have received. From the paternal guidance that I should have received. And protection. And protection. And I ask you, Father, to heal me emotionally. And I ask you, Father, to heal you to heal me emotionally. From the sins of my father. From the sins of my father and my mother. 
and my mother. I cut myself free. I cut myself free. With the sword of the spirit. With the sword of the spirit. From the old family tree. From the old family tree. I am now a Christian. I am now a Christian. And I am grafted (laughs) in. I am grafted in. To the family (laughs) of God. Come on out. In the name of of Jesus. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. It's trying to come out. Let it out. Come on out. All of it. All those dangerous emotions. All of those memories that trigger pain and suffering. You're bound. Come on out in Jesus' name. Come on out. You got to keep coughing, dear. Come on out. All of those spirits. That have been pouring in there for years, for decades. Come on out. All the way back from childhood. Come on out. All of the violence, all of the anger, all the pent-up frustration. Come on out in Jesus' name. All the bitterness of the mother. All the vengeance. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Father is the body of Christ. We forgive Roda de Dios saw his parents for their abuse of their son. Ruka de Libricha la de Dios Satarabreke. And we wrap the blood stripes of Jesus around his soul. In Jesus' name. Now you need to do some fasting and some time in the word with the Lord. Praising him and uh, singing blood songs to him and allow the Lord to minister to you. All right? All right. God bless you. Take a deep breath and release your prayer language. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, I don't have a phone number for this one. It might be a Skype call. I don't know. Uh, good night, Doctor Sabrina. This is um, Caroline here. Caroline. Yes. Uh, I, w- I did send you an urgent email, my sister Selena, pertaining to the distribution in Jamaica. She's been on the line waiting. Um, so um, I did send you through the number that will be calling on. Can I um, get her to pray, you to pray with her instead? She urgently needs it. Okay. Her number exactly. ended two two exactly. zero. No, no. Sorry. I, uh, listen, 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 listen. <laughs> I need you to give me succinctly what you want me to pray about right now. Selena wanted, um, she was, I sent you an email to say she was going to call for the first time for prayer. She was the one that we've been um, sending you an update about, about the distribution. Yeah, I know, but that's not the question I'm asking you. The question is, what particular 
situation do you want me to pray about right this minute? Well, she's, it's still the same, and she's just like at a standstill. Um, so I don't know if you're praying with me. It would be, it'd be beneficial to her as well. I'm sure it but, will be. Um, I, want I am to know in the same. I am agreeing with her and standing with her, so I do get under attack, and I've been doing what you say to me. So um, okay. I have been doing my warfare, and I'm winning. So... Um, just pray as the Lord lead you right now, for she need it. And with the girls as well, Christ, the abuse of the girls. In heavenly places with Christ Jesus. We want to thank you, Lord, that you Lord, you know everything about these sisters' problems. And with the sword of the spirit, we cut them free from every soul tie, ley line, silver cord, darling, chain, fetter, net, yoke, and spear of the devil. We break and destroy every yoke right now in the name of Jesus. We command those together that the bondage to drop off of them. For the chains to fall off of them right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We return to sender every attack that has come against them. We return to sender according to the covenant. Every attack that's come against them in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack must go back. Every attack, every attack, every attack must go back in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack. We bind every spirit of abuse. In the name of Jesus. Father, there are no orphans in your kingdom. Father, we ask that you assign warring angels, linking warring angels to them. To protect them, swords drawn in the name of Jesus Christ. Hey, hallelujah. <coughs> Release your judgment, O righteous judge. You are their rescue, Lord. You are their deliverer. Come on, saints, press the battle. Father, you provide every need according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. You are their good shepherd. They shall not want for any good thing. Comforter. Hallelujah. The comforter. Father, we thank you for the breakthrough. We thank you. Hallelujah. 
We give you praise, Lord. We thank you for the needed deliverance, Lord. We thank you for the needed deliverance in Jesus' holy name. There is no distance in prayer. Surround them with your very self, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Sister, we're still praying for you. God bless you. We love you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. That's a very, um, let's see, a very detailed and a very serious situation that those sisters are in. And we're continuing to believe for their breakthrough in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We disconnect them from everything that's not of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning President Joe Biden is calling on the U.S. Senate to make an exception to the filibuster rule to ensure the passage of a bill codifying the right to abortion into federal law. Biden discussed abortion at a press conference in Madrid, Spain, following the 2022 NATO summit on Thursday. I believe we have to codify Roe versus Wade into law. And the way to do that is to make sure that Congress votes to do that, Biden said. He urged the U.S. Senate to make an exception to the filibuster for this action to deal with the Supreme Court decision. The comment comes days after the U.S. Supreme Court ruled Dobbs versus Jackson's Women Health Organization that the Constitution does not contain a right to abortion. The ruling gives each state the ability to set laws regulating the procedure and reverses the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision that legalized abortion nationwide. Biden sees the court's decision as troubling for the right to privacy, not just abortion rights. I really think that it's a serious, serious problem that the court has thrust upon the United States, not just in terms of the right to choose, but in terms of the right to who you can marry, the right, a whole range of issues relating to privacy, Biden said. I have written way back a number of law review articles about the Ninth Amendment and the Fourteenth Amendment and why that privacy is considered as part of a constitutional guarantee. Well, isn't that interesting? Now, the Second Amendment bluntly says what it says, but now he's got to contrive a method to justify his point of view. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see what the righteous judge thinks about that. Amen? And the 
They've just wiped it all out. The filibuster rule requires most legislation in the U.S. Senate to receive 60 votes before the debate is ended on a bill. Making an exception to the filibuster will allow legislation to become law with a simple majority. Any changes to Senate procedure would require the support of a majority of senators. The Democratic-controlled House of Representatives passed the Women's Health Protection Act in September, but the bill has failed to become law because of opposition from the evenly divided Senate. The most recent vote on the Women's Health Protection Act in the Senate failed to receive the support of a majority of senators, even though Vice President Kamala Harris's Harris's tie-breaking vote gave them a majority in the upper chamber. Senator Joe Manchin joined all Republicans in voting against the measure. Now, the president of the pro-life grassroots organization, Susan B. Anthony Pro-Life America, criticized the president's call to make an exception to the filibuster. Joe Biden has caved to the abortion lobby, which we expected, calling for an end to the filibuster so that Democrats can pass an extreme bill forcing abortion on demand up until birth full late-term abortion, she said in a statement. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi suggested that another vote will take place on the Women's Health Protection Act following the Dobbs decision. In a letter to her Democratic colleagues published Monday, Pelosi announced, our caucus has been exploring avenues to protect the health and freedom of American women. In response to the Dobbs ruling, Pelosi had previously vowed to keep fighting ferociously to enshrine Roe versus Wade into law. Pelosi maintains that the rights of women and all Americans are on the ballot for the 2022 midterm elections as a continued Democratic majority in the House and an expanded Democratic majority in the Senate are needed to pass the Women's Health Protection Act. The real clear politics average of polls asking Americans whether they would vote for a Republican candidate or a Democratic candidate in the midterm shows Americans prefer Republicans by 2.2 percentage points. um, Where did I leave off, Lord? I lost my spot. Um, Anyway, the lady decried Pelosi's efforts to pass the Women's Health Protection Act as an effort to roll back the people's victory and impose abortion on demand until the moment of birth nationwide. She argues that the Democratic late-term abortion stance is deeply unpopular and a liability in this pivotal election year. Following the Dobbs decision, several states have banned abortion, including Missouri, Oklahoma, Alabama, Arkansas, and Mississippi. Additionally, South Carolina's heartbeat bill prohibited abortions after six weeks of gestation has gone into effect. Additional abortion bans went into effect in Kentucky, Louisiana, and Utah, but lower court judges have placed them on hold. While a total of 21 states already have or are expected to ban or severely restrict 
abortion. 16 states. Mm, let me get this thing to move. 16 states will continue to allow abortions throughout most or all of pregnancy as they have codified the right to abortion into state law. An additional 10 states will likely continue enforcing existing abortion laws unless and until their state legislatures pass new ones and the remaining three states could let voters determine abortion policy at the ballot box. So we have things to pray about, saints. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Every week, thousands of women walk out of church and walk into Planned Parenthood. Some women have gone to church on Sunday and gone to Planned Parenthood on Monday. There are a million babies killed by abortion every year. And many of them are children of parents who regularly go to church. Abortion is more common in the church than you think. If your church is anything like the average church in America, which we are not, some women in your church have probably had an abortion and some men in your church have probably led a woman to have an abortion. You probably know some women in your church had abortions before they became Christians. But you probably don't know some women in your church had abortions after they became Christian. Many of us seem to believe that protest is the only relationship Christians have with abortion. We're seemingly unaware Christians have also participated in abortion. We tend to believe abortion is common in every part of society, except in our churches. We don't consider that one of the reasons why some Christians are less vocal and less celebratory than we are about Roe versus Wade being overturned is because they have participated in abortion. They're not grieving that Roe versus Wade is overturned. They're grieving their abortion. We know Christians experience the same temptations unbelievers do. We know Christian men are tempted by pornography just like unbelieving men, but we seem to believe Christian women cannot be tempted by abortion just like unbelieving women. If Christian men and women can sometimes give in to the temptation to watch pornography, why do we seem to think it's impossible for Christian women to give in to the temptation to have an abortion? It's not just unbelievers who have abortions. Christians have abortions too. A study from LifeWay Research reveals that 36% of women who have abortions go to church at least once a month. The study especially shows that 20% of women who have abortions go to church at least once a week. Meaning of the close to 1 million babies aborted in America every year, 200,000 were killed by women who regularly go to church. In other words, of the 60 million babies aborted since Roe versus Wade, 12 million were killed by women involved in Bible study groups, prayer groups, and youth groups. 12 million babies who were carried in their mother's womb for weeks in churches before they were carried into Planned Parenthood. Then they were ripped apart and carried out as medical waste. Abortion is a violent attack against the image of God. 
It decapitates and dismembers a little, fragile, innocent, defenseless baby. It's unjust. It's murder, the worst kind of murder. How could any real Christian do such a thing? For that reason, many of you probably think professing Christians who have abortions cannot be genuine Christians. You're probably thinking they are false converts in liberal churches, but that's not completely true. The majority of professing Christians who have abortions who have abortions are not genuine believers. My experience as a pro-life advocate affirms this. The overwhelming majority of professing Christians who have abortions are unrepentant pro-abortion women. However, of the 200,000 professing Christians who had an abortion last year, a significant minority of these women are probably genuine Christians. After all, if genuine Christians can commit sex sin, then genuine Christians can have abortions to hide that sexual sin. If you think it's impossible that some Christians might kill their babies to hide their sex sin, then how do you explain then how do you explain la la, la lost my David, King David killing Uriah to hide his sexual sin with Bathsheba. If a man after God's own heart, like King David, can commit murder, then people in your church who love and fear God can commit murder too. That shouldn't create apathy over abortion. If you are a Christian with an unplanned pregnancy and you're considering an abortion to hide your sexual sin because Jesus will forgive you, the Bible says, What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 2. Nevertheless, abortion is an unspeakable sin, but it isn't an unpardonable sin. If you're a post-aborted person, your sin is no match for God's grace. God's grace is greater than your sin. So if you have believed and repented in him, the most defining thing about you isn't what you did to your child. It's what God did to his son for you. Therefore, your life isn't marked by the death of your preborn child. Your life is marked by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now, I want to say something. Many an abortion takes place because there is financial pressure in the situation. Persons with clouded thinking and confused emotions can't see their way out. There are also cases where married Christian women who are approaching middle age, have had children. The children are in college now. They're graduating and starting their own lives, get abortions because they don't want to go through the process of raising a child again. They've been through the process, and they want to get on with their life. They don't want to stay on on a job for another 20 years to raise another one. So I've given you two very different scenarios. There's also the scenario 
where the man that they're involved with doesn't want to support them nor the child. And he cajoles them and manipulates and intimidates until they get the abortion. And there are many other scenarios. There's one for every person. So I would encourage all of us with an unjudgmental heart to pray for these persons who are being tempted to sin in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen. Those of you who um, are on the computer, make sure you're on your cell phone so you can hear the rest of this. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. People literally get upset over the smallest things. We see road rage incidents a lot more frequently, and they are becoming increasingly violent where people are oftentimes pulling guns on people. After a shooting at a Subway restaurant in Atlanta, which was apparently prompted by the amount of mayonnaise on a sandwich, one employee is dead and another is injured. A 36-year-old Georgia man was detained on Sunday after he allegedly opened fire inside the restaurant, leaving a 26-year-old female employee dead and another employee, 24, badly injured, according to the local police. The incident also involved the injured employee's five-year-old son who was there. We had a customer come in that was a little upset with how his sandwich was fixed. Willie Glenn, the owner of the restaurant, told Eleven Alive. Believe it or not, it was over too much mayonnaise on his sandwich. He decided to escalate the situation, and from there, that's when all hell broke loose, he continued. Because of what happened tonight, my partners and I are reevaluating whether or not we're going to continue to do this, in this neighborhood anyway. It just breaks my heart to know that someone had the audacity to point a weapon and shoot someone for as little as too much mayonnaise on a sandwich. It's frustrating that we have a 26-year-old female who is no longer with us. It frustrates me that we had an individual with a firearm who decided that was the answer to resolve a conflict over a sandwich. This is absolutely crazy. And about some mayo on a sandwich? A young girl is dead over some mayo. We appeal to the righteous judge concerning many killings committed by persons for frivolous and unreasonable intentions. And we thank you for your judgments and intervention. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're going to save the other one for Friday. Brother Marshall, we need to pray. We need to call on the name of Jesus. Amen. We need to call on the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, you're here because of the blood of the covenant. You said, if two of you on earth agree touching anything, ask it shall be done to my Father, which is in heaven. Please groan through us, pray through us the way you want, Father. And first and foremost, we take responsibility for anything we've had to do with going along and remaining silent when people are choosing abortion and choosing other uh, things that don't please you in the least, Lord. 
<clears throat> forgive me, forgive me and those in the body of Christ, especially in this country and every nation, for going along just to get along. <clears throat> like it talks about in Numbers, I think it's chapter 30, it talks about if a father keeps silent when his daughter makes a decision, <clears throat> that that daughter is bound, the daughter that lives in this house is bound by that by that vow. The father, we don't want to be guilty <clears throat> of going along with things that are very, very unpleasant, and more than that, absolute abomination in your eyes, Father. Because you made us all in your image for your purposes. We're not here for our purposes. We're not here for our pleasure. We're created by you and for you and for your good pleasure. You talk about that at the end of the book of uh, uh, Revelation, chapter 4. We're here for your pleasure, Father. So help us to bring you pleasure, Father. And you said, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves. And part of that could be fasting. Part of that's just casting our cares on you, Lord. And in uh, first, uh, where is that? In uh, in First Peter 5, 5 to 11. And we do cast all our cares on you, Lord. But we ask you, Father, for your divine help and intervention, that you send, God, you, we send, you send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, Father God, particularly on the lawmakers trying to ram through decisions, on those that are not elected but selected to be in positions, and their various handlers in Jesus' name. And we bind every one of the ungodly influences from the handlers, not just those in the executive branch, but every area. Kind of a center, in legislative branch, in judicial branches, every area of government, not just in the federal government in this country, but every nation in Jesus. And those people that are seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy, we bind every spirit of covetousness and greed in Jesus' name. From those people in different particular political parties who have a, a kickback coming from Planned Parenthood and other groups that, that want to... Uh, have Planned Parenthood sell the aborted fetal tissues to drug companies and such things so they can put them in vaccines and other things or cosmetics or whatever else to put them in to get and we know what it all boils it isn't just mammon it isn't just it but it's part of it we bind the spirit of greed the spirit of mammon we bind because we can I understand it's well over 12 million dollars comes back from Planned Parenthood to, to the Democrat Party. Could be wrong. Maybe you're totally wrong. Maybe it's a lot more than that. I don't know. But, Father God, it's not just money. Because we know Satan requires blood. Because he heard, Father, that you require blood. He said, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission. So he thinks he has to do it as a copycat in a very graphic and carnal way, Father, in Jesus' name. We know the children of Cain are constantly... Karabas said, look, coming against the children of Abel. And what did Abel offer? He had nothing from this ground that he could offer. He offered the sacrifice of the lamb, the blood of the lamb. And that's what was accepted. But Cain offered the vegetables and the food and all those things, and they're nice, but God requires blood. And so Satan thinks he needs blood, too. So if we bind every one of these ritualistic sacrifices, the worship of demons, through sacrifices. Some people do it rather openly in their covens. In Jesus' name, not just sacrificing animals, but some even sacrificing humans of different ages. Father, and and those in different areas, Father God, doing horrific things, Father God, trying to force cannibalism on people through different things, even through the vaccines and others. Trying to force cannibalism. Father, we know we're in the last days. And we know people are kind of us that being led astray by these different things. So we ask you to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, particularly those in the church that are being tempted by the devil and by those people that they're their buddies, their friends. 
oh, well, you don't want that particular smear on your reputation, so you just quietly go get this this tissue removed from your body. Put a nice euphemistic term on it, and then that woman's tormented with grief from being a murderer because you say no murderer has eternal life, Father. Even if we carry grudges, that makes us considered as, as committing murder. You said we're supposed to love every human being. Of course, we can't love every demon that's in the human beings. We bind every one of those demons, every single one. And Satan, you're bound. Every one of your underlings are bound. Name them not named. Every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy. Every state of the spirit, the culture of death is bound. The spirit of darkness is bound. The spirit of darkness and death trying to pervade this nation is bound. Quote about that. We bind you. Every witchcraft curse sent against all of us, no standing for the truth, including the pro-life movement, are bound. Every witchcraft curse are bound. Render unto our neighbors, those demon spirits, sevenfold into their bosom, they ever approach where they ever approach thee, O Lord. And we thank you for exposing what the enemy's been trying to do, Father God. And we give you praise and honor and glory, Father, for doing so. In Jesus' name. And Jesus says, In Mark 4.22, Jesus speaking, For there's nothing hid that should not be manifested, neither anything kept secret that it should come abroad. In Jesus' name. So we thank you for bringing, exposing all these things that the enemy has done, is trying to do, Father, in Jesus' name. And you said in your word, that there's divine justice, Father. And you've given Jesus all power in heaven and earth, Father. It looks like it says in Matthew 28:18, He's the Lord of lords and King of kings, like it says in, in uh, Daniel chapter 2 and in Deuteronomy chapter 10. Since he's the King of kings and Lord of lords, Father, in Jesus' name, in his name, Ebony must bow, and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. In Philippians chapter 2, starting at verse 9. So we thank you, Father God, that you've given Jesus all that power. And it says if somebody's been found out, what they're doing, Father God, and we thank you for exposing all these things. Many, many things are coming to the light. It used to take like six months, or before that it took a couple years to expose what uh, some previous presidential candidates were trying to do with the Russia hoax and all the rest of it. But now things are coming to light in a matter of months or sometimes weeks, sometimes even sooner, Father. So we think of it as you're exposing what's going on, Father God, what's going on. Why some people who call themselves Roman Catholics, like Biden and Pelosi, who can't even have communion in the Catholic Church anymore, according to her little bishop or whoever he is that calls himself a bishop in California, at least he stood up against her. Thank God, wake up the people who are supposed to be men of the cloth or women of the cloth to stand up for the truth and speak the truth boldly, Father, in Jesus' name. Even those that are in the mixture churches, Father God, and there's a lot of them. Father God, some of the, there are some real Christians, even in the Catholic Church. <laughs> there's some real Christians in just about every denomination. But Father, we ask you to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction. And you said in Proverbs chapter 6, during verse 30, Men do not despise a thief if he steal to satisfy his soul when he is hungry. But if he be found, he shall restore sevenfold. He shall give all the substance of his house in Jesus' name. You must restore all the substance of your house. Every one of these spirits trying to steal life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Trying to bring in a culture of death, kind of a bondage, and misery. We bind the spirits of death, bondage, and misery. And we speak life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And Father, we thank you for honoring the Mayflower Compact, those pilgrims that came over, and the various people that made compacts with you, Father God, in Jesus' name. You keep your covenant. We know you do. And for our part in letting you down, Father, we repent. And you said, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves 
and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction, Father God, just like you said in John 16, 8. Send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction. Those people that claim to be Christians that have been leaning toward getting an abortion and then that my younger daughter was thinking about doing. Father, we thank you for bringing conviction on those who have actually been baptized and had professions of faith, Father God, but then they decided to go back. You're married to the backslider, Lord, and you can draw them back. You can woo them back with your loving kindness or however you wish to get them, and you get hold of some people, Father God, with very challenging circumstances. And all these things, we consider it all joy. We fall into various trials and temptations. Sometimes the trials and temptations are absolutely necessary to get a hold of people. If everything's easy street, too easy, all the, the wheels are greased, everything's easy, easy, easy. But when all of a sudden people are finding, hey, wait a minute, I have to choose between what? Between food on the table and being able to have enough fuel to get to work? Father God, we ask you, Father God, to help the body of Christ, and not just in this nation, every nation to wake up. And we thank you for waking up the body of Christ. We thank you for pouring forth of your spirit. You said in the last days, I'll pour forth of my spirit upon all flesh, and we thank you for doing so. So, Satan, we bind you. We cancel your assignments in Jesus' name. All this, in all these situations, Pastor Sabrina just read through in Jesus' name, including the, the, uh, the, the plan that uh, kind of the Joe Biden's handlers had to try and circumvent the U.S. Constitution yet again, trying to pretend it doesn't matter. They can come up with their own laws, kind of like what? Like a dictator? Like a Castro or a, somebody like that? We bind every one of those mafia spirits. We bind every one of those spirits of, do it my way or else. We bind every spirit of intimidation. We bind every spirit of ungodly fear. Because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but the power and of love and of a sound mind. So, Father, we thank you for giving us your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the spirit of adoption, Father God. We not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption. Whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And you said... If two of you on earth, if you touch anything, ask it, it shall be done by my Father, which is in heaven. And you said, if we turn from our wicked ways and call upon your name and seek you with all of our hearts, Father, that you'll heal this land, Father. And not just this land, all the lands, Father God, in Jesus' name, but all the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. We ask you to have mercy on all of us, Father God. We thank you for making us in your image. Give us a holy, holy reverence for your name and for what that, and what that means, Father. So Satan, you remain bound. Every spirit of Zeus, every spirit of seeking to kill, stone, destroy, every spirit trying to bring in. Uh, turning one group of people, uh, one group of people against another group of people, every spirit of turning the have-nots against the haves, all spirits are saying, kind of said, trying to accuse people of saying, oh, oh, well, what, 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 you're a hoarder, so therefore we're going to confiscate everything you have, and we're going to give it to our buddy Klaus Schwab because he said you'll own nothing and be happy. We bind every one of these spirits of ungodly fear, mind control, and manipulation. Every spirit. Of psychological mind control. You, Satan, the mind blinder, you, the so-called strong man, and all your little underlings, that's just Leviathan, every spirit of pride, every spirit of proud wrath, every spirit of death, hell, and destruction, every kundalini spirit, every spirit of idolatry of every type, every spirit of worship of man, every spirit of intellectual and humanism and pride. It's the science of false oppositions of science, falsely so-called. We mind every one of those spirits of oppositions of science, falsely falsely so-called. We thank you, Father God, for helping the people that have been controlled by the mass psychosis and the mass mind control and the things kind of like Manchurian candidates but on a more global scale. We mind every one of those, those, those uh, all, the, all the handlers and all those trigger words, trigger tones, and all those things trying to control people to do things against 
what God wants, the God who created heaven and earth wants them to do. We bind every one of those spirits that are trying to control people to cause them to have blind rage, including those people who have that jab. They may be controlled by things from 5G or other places. We bind up every one of those spirits of ungodly control from ungodly directed energy weapons and all other ungodly contacts and control in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit of ungodly control, even from well-intentioned friends of people to say, Oh, it'll be so much easier just to get, you're too old to have a child. Now, I mean, I mean, just because Sarah did it in the Bible doesn't mean you want to do it. You need to get on with your life. We've got every spirit of selfishness and every spirit of, of kind of about that, rebellion against the Most High God. Kind of put it up like that. Did uh, John the Baptist's wife say, I'm too old to have a child? No, I don't want John the Baptist. I'm going to go get rid of him because it's inconvenient for me. Kind of said, she could have been maybe many years older than her cousin Mary, who gave birth to the Messiah. But but she was willing to bring that child into the world. And maybe they didn't have coat hangers back then, but they certainly knew how to get rid of babies. Kind of said, but they knew how to sacrifice. They've been sacrificed in all these different cultures for so many years to Moloch and other. Forgive me, even mention the names of the evil gods, Father. And we bond up every one of those spirits in the cut about the political realm, including in this nation, all those people that are going to Bohemian Grove and all these different people making sexual sacrifice, financial sacrifices, and every sacrifice of blood in Jesus. And we bind every one of those blood sacrifices, and we plead the blood of Jesus, which is louder and, and more forgiving than the, than the blood. Father, forgive us and deliver us all. Satan, you're bound. Every one of your ungodly spirits are bound. And we close all the portals from the second heavens, from CERN and every other ungodly thing they're trying to bring in. We bind up every one of those spirits trying to bring in ungodly spirits from the second heavens to the earth in Jesus' name. From our position seated in heavenly places in the third heaven. He's looking down, even in the bush and the deep, we command that we know for the flow of power communication from the demons, second heavens, the bush and the deep, to all those who have interceded for, including those in the position of authority, those who are in positions of authority. And we thank you for that one Democrat a senator, I think he was from West Virginia, who stood up with the Republicans. And not that Republicans are all good and Democrats are all bad. It's not. Pat Holliday said there's not a dime's worth of difference. We know that it's not, a, it's not a political battle. It's a spiritual battle. It's a spirit of life versus death. It's a spirit of, of selfishness versus submission to God. It's not a spirit of independence. It's a spirit of dependence on the living God. Because apart from Jesus, we can do absolutely nothing. We can't drool. If he takes away our life, we're gone. We're not here anymore. We go somewhere. Help us all, including those people in the church setting, to make the right choices. Because murder is not an incidental little thing, Father God. We ask you to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction. We ask you to send your angels to read the Word of God over all those contemplating doing things that are displeasing to you, Father God, in Jesus' name. And it is written in Revelation 21. Used verse 7, it says, He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Thank you the privilege of being a joint heir with Christ and being an overcomer. But, verse 8, Revelation 21, 8, But the fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, the whoremongers, the sorcerers, the idolaters, those that worship themselves or the doctor, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is what? The second death. Yes, we know it's a point unto man wants to die, but then the judgment, like it says in Hebrews. Father, we ask you to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction and draw multitudes, multitudes, multitudes into the valid decision to the Lord Jesus, Father. And we know, Father, as you give us all, as we've been praying during the last fast, a hunger and a thirst for righteousness, Father God, that you're going to do it. 
You have it appearing in many, many places in your word, Father God, in Jesus' name, including where is that Lord? Psalm 72, toward the end of the chapter, there's many places. Psalm 72, uh, King David said, Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who only doeth wondrous things. In verse 18, verse 19. And blessed be his glorious name forever. And let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. <clears throat> we thank you for your glory, Lord. We thank you for pointing forth of your spirit, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for what you've done and what you're going to do, in Jesus' name. Thank you for waking up the body of Christ, in Jesus' name. <clears throat> and you said, Father, in your word, you even gave us a, a, a blueprint how to pray. You said, Take with you words in Joel, in Hosea 14.2. Take with you words and turn to the Lord and say unto him, Take away all iniquity and receive us graciously because of the blood of the covenant. So we render the calves of our lips. I added about the blood. Asher shall not save us. It's actually elsewhere in the book. Asher shall not save us. We will not ride upon horses, neither will we say any more to the work of our hands. You are our gods. For in thee the fatherless find mercy. I will heal their backsliding. I will love them freely, for mine anger is turned away from him. I will be as the dew unto Israel, and he shall grow as a lily, and cast forth his roots as Lebanon. He shall spread forth, cut about that, his beauty. <clears throat> he shall, his, his branches shall spread, and his beauty shall be as the olive tree, and his smell as Lebanon. So, Father, we ask you, Father God, to hear our prayers. And we thank you, Jesus, for interceding for us. And you said, if two of you on earth agree, as anything ask it shall be done to my Father, which is in heaven. We thank you for sending your warring, linking angels to watch over each of us and all the children, all the children, all those in harm's way in every nation, and all those that are being threatened by this global cabal, Father God, in Jesus' name. <clears throat> it's not Biden. We bind. Father, if you can save that person's soul, and all the, even the various people that are influencing him, Father God, I don't know how many there are. Many people have left, left his administration, Father God, and, and wisely so. But, Father God, we ask you, Father God, about that, about that, about that, to cause the people in the body of Christ to wake up. And those people that have been mesmerized, Father God, hypnotized, Father God, give them the ability to hear you clearly. Because Jesus cannot lie. He said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. In uh, John chapter 10, verse uh, 27, back in verse 4, you said, and the voice of a stranger they will not heed. So, Father God, deliver us from the voice of the stranger and all the family members that we deliver, all the parents, all the children, all those that have children that are involved with playing computer games. Oh, it's just fun. Even those people are adults. They think, oh, it's just a cute little game. It's, it's because there's so much stress. That's how I unwind. Some people need to unwind, or think they do, with alcoholic beverages. Some people need to unwind with possibly illegal drugs or just maybe they're illegal drugs. Maybe the doctor gave them a little prescription to help them during their time, Father God. But that's pharmacia, sorcery, and witchcraft. We bind every one of those spirits of pharmacia, sorcery, and witchcraft and rebellion, and we cancel their assignments. You told us to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of faith. And how do we do that? We read the Word. We look into His eyes. His eyes are red with wine. You said, call upon the name of the Lord and you'll be delivered in Joel 2.32. What shall I render unto the Lord for his me? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. And you said, when I see the blood upon the houses where you are, the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. We plead that blood over each and every one of us, not just our lips, our hearts, our eyes, our ears. 
every door, every window, every electronic access, cut out each and every one of us, every phone, every computer, every every type of access to each and every one of us, which one of us are and will be. And we thank you for being a wall of fire around about and the glory in the midst. But help us all put on that garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness in Jesus' name, because they'll know us by our love. Help us to exhibit your love by the power of your spirit, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost is given unto us. Thank you, Father, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you. We can't do this apart from the Holy Ghost, Father. We thank you for teaching us how to walk in the Spirit. If we live in the Spirit, let's also walk in the Spirit. Teach me. And all of us had to be changed from glory to glory as we gaze into your eyes with open face like little children. Oh, God loves me this much. He did what? He hung on the tree. Galatians 3, 13 and 14. He took all my curses so I could be blessed. Even the people who made horrific mistakes like murdering others. Moses murdered somebody. King David murdered somebody. I think they've repented. But no one was born righteous. No, not even Father Abraham. He had a little bit of a lying spirit. And he said that out of his wife talked to the sister. The lying spirit went back to his family line. Thank you. 